Hey there, welcome to Simply Honest Motherhood. We hope you're doing good today and we invite you to sit down and just take some time yeah. to be encouraged with us today. My name is Ashley. This is my precious friend, Christy, and we're yes. um, so thrilled you're joining us today. And we have something a little different yes, with this today. One. It's going to be kind of fun. Um, so a few weeks ago, my dear friend sitting here <laughs> spoke at a church um, at a women's event at a church and so today what we're gonna do is share her message with you yeah from that event would you like to share with us what that's what it's going to be about oh yeah um so when I was praying about what God wanted me to share about he said he wanted me to tell them about Ezekiel and so there's a couple Ezekiels that I end up talking about one is the Bible prophet and then the other one is the story of my current youngest and just his miraculous birth so and just um, kind of visiting and looking at speaking life into areas of death and mm -hmm. and just good strategies for doing that and just encouragement so. yes yeah, yeah. Very good. Well, it was a very good message. I was got to be there. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to basically just go into that here after we pray. And then we'll we'll kind of be back after the end. Yeah. Um, to close up. But we wanted to forewarn you, it's a smidge quiet. Yes. The, the audio. The recording of the audio of the message is pretty quiet. Um, I did my best to to turn it up. Right. In the, the editing process. But right. you, you may need to boost your volume a little bit. Yeah. And then turn it back down. Yeah. We come back on. Right. Because we're not quiet. <laughs> no. We're not so quiet. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's just pray real quick. Lord, we thank you for this message that we're going to hear today. We thank you, Lord, for the anointing that was on it and for the anointing that was present that evening. And we just thank you, God, for the ministry that was done again that day and we ask lord for a repeat of the anointing and the ministry done mm -hmm. for every person that hears this message today mm -hmm. um, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to share this message and we thank you so much for your hand mm -hmm. on it and for your hand in all of our lives and we bless you for it lord mm -hmm. in jesus name we pray amen amen well enjoy yes enjoy in a place and a space where he's welcome and where there's a hunger because where there's a hunger there is a promise to be filled so um, yeah I'm going to pray again because I think inviting Holy Spirit you can't do that enough so Holy Spirit I thank you I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for every single woman who is here, those who may be watching or who may see this later or listen to this later. I just release an anointing and a peace and a knowing that they are loved, they are surrounded, they are cared for by the King of kings and the Lord of lords who came down to save each one of us individually. And even if it was one, he would still do it. So I just release a peace right now. Holy Spirit, come. You are welcome. I just ask that you just take this over. You do what you want to do. You come out my mouth. 
you do your thing and get me out of the way. So we love you and we bless you, Jesus. Amen. So tonight, I want to talk about Ezekiel. And so there's two Ezekiels I'm going to talk about. One, obviously, the prophet. And then one is my son. Um, when I was praying about what God wanted to bring here, he said that you needed to hear about Ezekiel. So I will share that story. Um, I want to start off really quickly with where I currently am at. Obviously, I'm pregnant. Um, <laughs> there are two in my belly, which is an incredible story. And I just, he just wanted me to share a little bit of this because um, our stories and our lives are meant to be examples of his redemption and his power because bad things happen in this world. Sin is in the world. Death is in this world. But God is more powerful and he wants us to bring that hope to others through the redemption that he brings us in our lives. So I have had seven miscarriages and one was a set of twins. And um, I don't know, I've always kind of wanted to have twins. And um, so God has given me four so far. And um, then leading up to this, he showed me little signs like breaking eggs in the morning. It's a double yolk. That happened three times. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and he was saying, they're coming, they're coming. Um, and then earlier in this year, he reminded me of the passage in 1 Samuel where Hannah has her son Samuel. And he highlighted the verse that says, this is the son I have requested of the Lord. And so I requested these of the Lord. And he has given them to me, and it has been amazing. Um, they're identical girls. So, um, which is beautiful because we've had a promised girl for a while. We've got three boys right now and one girl. And so this will even things out, which is fun. But every step of the way with this one has been promises fulfilled. Two days before the ultrasound, there was a double rainbow. So, like, he is redeeming. Like, he brings more. So, um, yeah. So, I'm going to read from Ezekiel, and I'll tell you his story a little later. Um, but there are three areas, main areas of death that God highlighted to me. First one, personal. We have areas of death in our personal lives. Then kind of further out is our community. Then further out from that is world and international. There are different forms of death that we can see. So he wanted to talk about that and how we can partner with him to bring life into that. So, Ezekiel 37, starting in verse 1. The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by his spirit and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. 
There were a great many of them on the surface of the valley, and they were very dry, very dead. Absolutely no sign of life, no hope at all. Then he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? I replied, Lord God, only you know. I want to pause here really quickly. God wants to encourage someone who's here, who's watching, or will be watching. There's some dry bones. They've been dry for a long time. And maybe it's something that's been buried, and you are scared to look at it anymore. But he wants you to slow your breath down and hear him ask, can these bones live? And if you don't have anything to say, go to Ezekiel 37, verse 3, and say, Lord God, only you know. And then ask him, what does he say about those bones? Verse 4, he said to me, prophesy concerning these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord God says to these bones. I will cause breath to enter you and you will live. Not maybe, will. I will put tendons on you, make flesh grow on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you so that you come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. God wants us totally whole. So the areas where we're dead he wants to bring that to life. So we're fully functioning in the power and the anointing and the design he has for us. So I prophesied as I had been commanded. While I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. This is a process. As I looked, tendons appeared on them. Flesh grew and skin covered them. But there was no breath in them. It's so cool he lets us be part of the process. He said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man. Say to it, this is what the Lord God says. Breath, come from the four winds and breathe into these slain so that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. The breath entered them and they came to life and stood on their feet, a vast army. Not just alive, an army. So he wants to restore to more than before. He wants to equip and arm because we're in a battle, right? We've been born into one and it's not going to end until Jesus comes and takes care of all that. So, yeah. All right. So let's talk about personal areas of death. What? You know, some examples. It can be past trauma, unhealed wounds. Um, specifically, I felt highlighted um, birthing trauma. Like this can happen way back at the beginning. It doesn't matter how, how far you are along in the process of being a mama or a grandma. When babies are born, things happen. And sometimes they're not. They're not what we want, and they're not awesome. They're not good. So 
that can also get in the way of connecting with our children. That trauma that happened at the birth or during the birthing process, and that's something that God wants to heal later. So, um, dreams. We all have dreams. When we're little girls, we run around and we want to be and do. As we get older, we have dreams, but sometimes they get shoved away by situations or people. We've got circumstances. There's a lot of circumstances going on right now that are very interesting. That there's a lot of... Well, Satan doesn't like us to hope. I'll just say that. And then lies... Lies believed and lies rehearsed, and we don't always know that that's what's going on. The enemy is really good at making them sound like our own thoughts. So sometimes, inadvertently, we repeat them, we agree with them, and then that lets the enemy in and can cause death. So Proverbs 17:22 in the Passion says, A joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul, but the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression. Um, Holman Christian Standard Bible Version says, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. We don't want dry bones. Proverbs 18.21 in the Passion. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. So easy to let stuff come out. Second area that we can experience or see death is our immediate community. A few examples, well, homelessness. People who don't have a home, who don't have a job. Places going out of business. You can see a degradation of people and of places. And the atmosphere. People's faces, their reactions, how a place feels when you walk into it. You know, with the past three years, all the things that have happened, you can just walk in the grocery store and it's not what it was. There's fear. There's hopelessness. There's despair. That's all forms of death. And then lastly, the world and these are pretty general, but famine, war, disease, genocide, and a whole host of other things. John 10.10 in the Good News Translation says, The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come in order that you might have life, and life in all of its fullness. So... Now that we've kind of gone over those three areas, we're going to see what God has to say. So I got a whole bunch of scriptures for you. So if you got a pen and a paper, get ready. <laughs> All right. Do, do, do. No, I want that one. Put a whole bunch of sticky notes in my Bible. <laughs> All right. So first one is Isaiah 61, 1 through 4, and 10 through 11. And this I want us to declare over ourselves. The Spirit of the Lord God is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. 
He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of our God's vengeance, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, festive oil instead of mourning, and splendid clothes instead of despair. And they will be called righteous trees, planted by the Lord to glorify him. And especially verse four, they will rebuild the ancient ruins. They will restore the former devastations. They will renew the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. God lives outside of time. It doesn't matter how many generations in a family have mucked up, messed up, have all sorts of nasty in them. He can change it in a moment. His blood covers it and it's done. All right, Isaiah 55, 10 through 13. For just as rain and snow fall from heaven and do not return there without saturating the earth and making it germinate and sprout and providing seed to sow and food to eat, so my word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do. You will indeed go out with joy and be peacefully guided. The mountains and the hills will break into singing before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush, a cypress will come up. Instead of the briar, a myrtle will come up. It will make a name for the Lord as an everlasting sign that will not be destroyed. When we speak his words, they stick. And they bring forth life and it stays. All right. Next one, we have Mark 10, 27. Hopping around here. Looking at them, Jesus said, with men, it is impossible, but not with God. Because all things are possible with God. All things, not some. All. All. Romans 8.11. Let me get that. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also bring your mortal bodies to life through his spirit who lives in you. Either God's telling the truth or he's not. And we know God's not a liar. This will happen because he said it. All right, we've got Ephesians. I've got two more. Ephesians 1, 18 through 23. Is that right? Yeah. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the glorious riches of his inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his vast strength. He demonstrated this power in the Messiah by raising him from the dead and seating him at his right hand in the heavens. Far above every ruler and authority, power and dominion, and every title given, 
not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put everything under his feet and appointed him as head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of the one who fills all things in every way. All right, last one. Ephesians 6, 10 through 13. Finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. I love that. His strength is vast. It, you can't measure it. And that's really comforting. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the tactics of the devil. For our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world powers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. This is why you must take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having prepared everything to take your stand. So, on to Ezekiel's story. So Ezekiel is my fourth and Standing is what brought labor on. Standing is what brought the breaking of my water. Standing is what birthed him. I tried everything else. It didn't work. <laughs> and this was the first pregnancy, labor, and delivery that I had fully surrendered to the Lord. The other three... I had my birthing plan, I had this, I had that, I wanted it like this, and it didn't happen that way. Especially with my third, um, I had to lay down a lot to get him where he was supposed to be. When you're birthing a child, laying down is not very awesome. But I think for me that was just kind of symbolic of, no, let it go let it go. And so with this one, I had to stand. And having done everything to stand, sometimes we just need to stand. And that is what does it. We don't move. We just stand. So his birth was very interesting. Um, it should have been really traumatic for me. He had a super short umbilical cord, like probably about like that, ish. Um, so he couldn't come out the right way. So he had to flip out, and it was looped around his neck, which, as long as it's not compressed, you know, baby's okay. But he wasn't breathing. He wasn't, he would not breathe. He had a heartbeat, but he was blue, and he was limp. He was lifeless. And I, I was kind of in this haze of, well, he'll breathe at some point, I'm sure. Like, you know, come on. Um, but we had to get him on this little recessa cradle, which my midwife had been led to buy earlier in the month. She'd never had one until that point, and praise the Lord, she obeyed and got one. 
Um, and it's essentially something that will hold a little floppy baby's head in a position where you can get air down the trachea. Um, so we were doing breaths, we ended up doing chest compressions, nothing. And um, my husband was right there and he said he started to feel Ezekiel leaving and thinking, is it worth it to stay? And he heard the Holy Spirit say, call him. Call him by his name. So my husband said, Ezekiel, come. And I joined in, and then he started coughing. And he started crying, and he came. Like, he came back. Because my husband was obedient to the Holy Spirit, and there's power in a name. There's so much power in a name. I believe names are a prophetic, can be a prophetic declaration over our lives of who God says we are. And if it's an odd name, maybe it needs to be flipped. You know? So, this is kind of leading into more kind of ministry-ish time. But I want to challenge all of you to ask the Holy Spirit for a new name. If you would give me a name right now, what would it be? Write it down and then look up the meaning. Well, we hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, no, I thought it was really, really good. And I encourage anybody who's just finishing this message, if you have to re-listen to it, go ahead and do that. Um, I would say go to the Lord. Mm-hmm. with your heart mm-hmm. maybe areas of brokenness yeah areas of um i mean like let's face it we all have we all have areas, areas where we have been broken yeah where we have felt defeated mm-hmm. um like you have kind of talked about where maybe something has a dream has died or a vision has died or a um some kind of trauma happened there's been trauma about something yeah And we encourage you so much to just go spend time now with the Lord. Yeah. And let him minister to your heart. Mm -hmm. Um, Let him show you the truth about those events. Yeah. Let him heal you. Mm -hmm. Because that's what he does. Yeah. He's so, so good. So we pray that you were blessed. Yeah. Very much by that message. Um, We... We do have social media pages. We've mm-hmm. said them before. Um, we'll be super truthful, though. <laughs> We're really not on them right We're now. We're not on them right now. So, <laughs> yeah. You are welcome to peruse what yeah. we have put up. Uh, yes. Yes. There's, I would say there's, that. Yes. On your page and my page. Yes. We have a ton of great mm-hmm. stuff on there. Yeah. It's just this, we're not updating. No. We'll explain this all in next month's podcast, so you'll yes. have to kind of come back. <laughs> We're both pregnant. Yes. We both have other children. We're both homeschooling. Yes. So busy mama life. <laughs> so right now. The, our Instagram and social pages are not exactly yeah. on the highest level of priority. <laughs> no. So. No. But you're welcome to visit them. Yes. They have great. I mean, they really have great. They really do. Information. <clears throat> Um, so mine is at MomSense 
which is M-O-M underscore C-E-N-T-S, and that's on Instagram. Yep, and then on Instagram, you can find me at mama.grace247. That's M-O-M-M-A dot grace247. And uh, you can also find me on Facebook under Authentic Motherhood as well. I also have a YouTube channel called Authentic Motherhood. And then I also have a blog. Uh, The link to that is in my Instagram profile, and it's called The Motherhood Revolution. So, And then we also have Instagram and Facebook pages under Simply Honest Motherhood. Which are also... Not really being updated Not at the moment. So, much. so you know, we'll send out an announcement. <laughs> Woohoo, we did another episode. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, it'll be really simple. It's <clears throat> I would say there's more information on our individual yes. pages. And it's kind of, you know, our areas of passion yes. and yeah. and where, you know, God's kinda of give us given us insight and giftings and all that. Yes. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So um, You'll find more on those. If, absolutely. <laughs> and if you like it, if you liked today's message, check out our other podcasts. Like and share yeah. with a friend or a family member. Um, like our would, heart is so to encourage. Oh yeah, we would love to join more moms into the conversation. Yeah. Of what I'm just going to call real. Yes. You know, um, real, honest. Mm-hmm. Simple, unfiltered, mm-hmm. truthful, everyday mother motherhood. Yeah. Um, but, and again, that's this is our hearts too, mm-hmm. with partnering with Jesus, mm-hmm. partnering with truth, yeah. walking in strength and in freedom. So, yeah. yay, we know we would love that. Please, please share and um, have a great day doing whatever, if it's your night. Yeah, have whatever a good time of day it if is. If it's your day, have a good day. You can do this. <laughs> yes, and you can. Oh, and if you have any questions or yes. comments or topics or whatever you want us to talk about or address or whatever, please let us know on yes. our our social media pages or shoot us a message or whatever. Yes. We'd be happy to talk about them. Yes, answer questions and whatever. So be yes. blessed. Yes. And we will see you next month. All right. Love you.